Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Brand Mary Podcast. I'm so excited that you are tuning in for another episode or if this is your first episode, welcome. I'm so excited that you are here. So I took a little break last week, a little unexpected, but my husband and I extended our time in Mexico, which has been always like a bucket list item of mine. Like we travel a lot, obviously. If you don't know my story, uh, come follow me on Instagram. That's where I share a lot of the travel info. But uh, we were in Mexico for my birthday and we wanted to stay an extra night and it all kind of worked out. However, I had not batched (laughs) content up until that point. So we just skipped that week. And that's why I'm a CEO because sometimes we can let that stuff happen. But I am back with another episode. And I'm actually sitting down with my coffee right now. And I am recording three episodes for you for the next few weeks because we are off on another adventure. We are heading to Italy for a week with my parents. And then we are hopping over to Greece for another week and meeting some family and friends there to celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary, which is just, there's just so much happening. And as I'm recording this, we're packing up our apartment. So you know what? Like, (laughs) this is kind of nice to just like pause, talk a bit about branding, share a little bit more um, with you, helping you build your business from everything that's going on behind the scenes. But So many of you message me on Instagram where I love chatting with you, by the way, and just, you know, love hearing about the travels and what we're doing. And so I wanted to kind of just like kick it off with just like a little update so you you can see what is absolutely possible for you when you start your business. Because I feel like the branding episodes that I create and a lot of the branding content I create typically draws in individuals in like two different spots. One of them, you're just getting started or you're um, you know, trying to wrap your head around the idea of running your own business full time, what that might look like. You obviously understand that branding is essential and it's kind of the very first place to start. So you're here, you're soaking in all the information, you're doing the thing, right? And for you specifically, if that's you, if that's what I'm talking to right now, I love sharing what my life looks like now because when I was at that stage, these were things that I wanted to do. Like traveling has always been a huge bucket list item for my family and I. It's it's just a huge part of who we are. It's it's our values in a nutshell. And so that was something that I only dreamed about at those beginning stages. And now I'm living that. And so I think it's really important for me to share some behind the scenes of those different things so that you know it's absolutely is possible for you. Because I know when I was starting I wanted those things so badly, but when you're in it, like the thick of it, especially the branding process, which can feel really daunting, a little heavy, it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel or, you know, different things that might happen to your business. Unexpected tax bills had that like six months after starting my business, right? So like I I just like to share these different things so that you know that like it's totally worth it and those 
things, whether it's travel, you know, studying, going abroad for a while, living in an RV, just, you know, purchasing a new property, whatever it is that you are thinking about, it's absolutely possible for you. But it really does start here with branding. And and I, I say that a lot. I preach it, actually. And then there's the other you know, group, which are individuals who have a brand, but it feels messy or it doesn't feel complete. And I know that that can be a really tricky situation because it's hard to pinpoint what might be missing when you're in it, right? And so that's why I created this podcast, so that you could self-identify some of those things as well as learn more about my approach to branding. And obviously a huge part of my approach to branding is storytelling. And I like to share stories in my podcast. So there you go. There's my full circle moment on (laughs) the behind the scenes, the life, all of that kind of stuff. You know, when I first started building my business, I didn't have a lot of expertise in this area. I had, you know, a few things that I could talk about over and over again, which was amazing, and I would talk about those, but I was always trying to find a way to connect with my audience, and I just struggled with that for a really long time. And then one day, I just sent a pretty authentic email to my audience talking about, you know, a morning meditation, something I struggled with in the beginning, and talking a little bit more about what that looked like, how I was navigating that, how everyone online was telling me I had to do it in order to be successful, and essentially just shared my experience with it, what I was doing, and provided permission, if you will, to my audience to create something that felt good and authentic to them. And I started getting responses from that initial email, and that's when I realized that okay, this is it. Like no matter where you're at in the process, no matter what you're doing, if you're in the middle of a rebrand, if you're not entirely sure about your offer or what you want to promote, you can still build this trust and connection via storytelling. And so it's always really important to me to share these stories, to let you into my world, to, you know, especially into my world that is a result of the business and the brand that I have created, which is what you're seeing now. So if we're not already connected, on Instagram. Be sure to come follow me at Michelle Knight Co. because we are going to be going on some crazy adventures in the next few months. And I love sharing those with you. And I'm going to be, you know, showing behind the scenes and making fun reels and vlogs and different things of that nature. All right. Yay. So today's episode perfectly is all about, you know, branding and specifically what a lot of people won't tell you about branding. I want to share four kind of key pieces, if you will, things to focus on, things to know that are really going to help you with the branding process as a whole. And since we're diving into branding, and since I'm going to be sharing these four pieces with you, I also wanted to share with you, if you haven't heard, that my new course, Build a Better Brand, is now available. And I'm really jazzed to share this with you because if we're being honest, I had no intention of launching a branding course this year. But as we have launched Primary Academy a few times and I've had conversations with individuals working one-on-one, surveying my audience, it's become super, super clear to me that this foundational work with branding is so essential and entrepreneurs just aren't getting it. They're just not getting it elsewhere. And I used to have a course called You Branded. I ran that course for a while and I expired it at the end of last year because I just felt like 
it was a fantastic course, but I wanted to focus my energy and attention on the academy fully. And that has been absolutely amazing. But there was this like kind of nagging in the back of my mind that was like, girl, you've got something. You need to put it out there. You've got this idea in place. And I've really been focusing more and more on helping entrepreneurs take action, not just consuming information, letting it sit there, but taking action. And with the branding process specifically, I see entrepreneurs spend three, six, sometimes a year or more in the branding phase, and it's totally not necessary. And so when I started to think about all of the things that I've created over the last six years, the amount of content and courses that I have, y'all, is absolutely insane. There are some things that no one's even ever seen. It's crazy. But as I was thinking about this and how I could really support entrepreneurs with building a better brand and launching it, getting it out into the world, I realized that the sweet spot here is branding and website. They're the most time-consuming elements, and they don't have to be. They're important, though. They are the foundation of all of the marketing and content creation that you're going to do moving forward. So my new course, Build a Better Brand, focuses on following my signature branding framework that I've been teaching for years, but I've recently recorded new videos and revamped it and you know added additional questions because I'm always learning, always growing. And now a complete section on your website. So what pages to have, how to write copy, how to structure each page, types of photos to choose, um, taking what you have from your brand aesthetics and applying it to your website, and so much more. And it's focused on, yes, the design piece of it, but more so the conversion element. So of course, there's natural conversations about design and photography and moving your fonts over from what you'd establish in the branding section. But more importantly, it is focused on conversions and copy because you can have a beautifully branded website that means jack. If people, if people aren't buying or opting in or doing whatever you want them to do on your website, it's not working for you. And so I see a lot of website courses out there or entrepreneurs who are buying templates and things like that, but still really struggling with the copy. And so we're solving that problem inside of this new course, and I'm so excited. And it's designed to support you in doing this entire thing, building your brand and launching your website in 45 days. And so we've broken it down in that way behind the scenes. So it is now available. If you happen to be listening to this podcast the week of its release, and you're on my email list, which you most likely are, you have an introductory offer waiting for you. So be sure to check that out. You can go to brandmary.com slash better brand for all the details. That's brandmary.com slash better brand for all the details. But just know that um, I'm going to be, you know, this is now available. We're going to be kind of raising the price until we officially launch it in November. So you won't see me talk about it a lot on social media until the official launch. But if you happen to be a loyal listener of the podcast and you are listening to it now, I definitely recommend you head to the website because it will never be this low priced again. Okay? Okay. So again, that's brandmary.com slash better brand. All right. Let's get into those four things that I just wish more people would talk about when it comes to building a brand. Essentially, like what they don't tell you. Some of the things that I've really learned 
over the years, you know, not only through my own branding evolution, which if you don't know my story, it took about eight months for me to finally nail down my brand. And that was stressful because I started my brand like on day one. So I totally get where you're coming from. And then working with thousands of clients now through the branding process and my own brand evolution. So I'm constantly evolving my brand because I, as a person, am evolving. And so it's so interesting to see this now six years later. And, and if you've been around since the beginning you of Brand Mary, you might notice this. But the messaging, um, the the feeling, the emotion, all those things, the same. Never, They haven't even changed. What I've elevated is is more the look around my brand. And I think that's fun because I think about like style as a person and you know how our style changes or the things that we love change. And this is why I always say like your brand's not final. Because a lot of people are like, let me pick the right colors and let me pick the right da 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 and that's going to be this way forever and ever and ever. And it's like that's kind of boring. I don't know about you, but like I'm not interested in that option. I'm more concerned with being really consistent with like the feel and the message and people really knowing what I stand for, not so much maybe the look of my brand. And that's really evolved. We're getting about working behind the scenes on like launching a new website as well, and it's been really fun to see that like my color palette, like oranges and yellows and greens, it's always been the same. It's just been different variations as I evolve as a human. So that's just kind of a little reminder. This isn't one of the tips, but just a reminder that the the branding process is meant to evolve and elevate. So it's never really final. And I want you to just keep that in the back of your mind because it makes, I think, the branding process more exciting and gives you more permission to put your brand out where you're at at this stage and then revisit it, which is something that I do every single year just to check in. But I recently shared a YouTube video with someone inside of the Academy. She just started her YouTube channel and she was like really nervous about it, right? And I said, hey, if this makes you feel any better, here's my first YouTube video. And you can still go watch this YouTube video. Go over to my YouTube channel, primary.com slash YouTube. Scroll all the way to the first video. The quality, OMG, so bad. The like the lighting, the all of it, just not my favorite. I think I'm like sitting on my couch. But what I say is almost the exact same thing that I say today around branding. So it's like the core foundational pieces of my brand, the stuff that really freaking matters, has not changed. But like the visual and how I'm showing up, that has evolved for sure. All right. So One of the first things that I think is so essential when it comes to the branding process and in continuation of what we were talking about, about how your brand should be, it's so much more than just your fonts and your colors and your visuals, right? Is this piece that a lot of people neglect and that is the customer experience. So when I think about the different courses available online, when I think about, uh, you know, the products, different things that I've, even I've purchased, there's so much of the preliminary work that is delivered. Okay. So think about it. Like even with branding specifically, it's like, okay, have these pieces in place and then put your brand out into the world. This is what you need for your website. Great. Um, Want to launch a course? These are all the different things. Here's how you build the back end of your course. Fantastic. Put it out there. But there's a key part in branding and the consumer buying journey, actually, which is all about the customer experience. 
what happens once someone purchases from you. Even if it's a simple ebook that they purchase one time, or um, if it's a course, a self-study course, and then especially if it's like a one-on-one type of thing, a group program, um, a membership, how are you caring for your customers? How are you supporting them? And this is something I've always been really, I've made a priority because I have been on the receiving end of making purchases online and feeling so lost. So like making a purchase and then not getting a confirmation email right away or making a purchase and not being told next steps. And that immediately puts like this like pit in my stomach of just like, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Oh, I don't know about this. Like this makes me feel – so I have this like bad – kind of taste in my mouth about this specific brand. And that's the piece right there that is so important. Like we don't want to break that trust with our audience. We especially don't want to break that trust with paying clients because your your paying clients are the best advocates for your brand. And so the customer experience and how you care for them is actually part of the branding process. Because if someone has a bad experience with your brand, they're going to remember that. And they're going to tell other people about that. You know, there's a quote that says, you know, branding is what people say when you're not in the room. I think it's Jeff Bezos, which I have mixed feelings about that. But, you know, anyway. The quote is good, okay? But branding is what people say when you're not in the room. It's like, what do people say about your brand? And especially when we're talking about online marketing and online branding, think about all the rooms people are talking about you in. (laughs) Like, it still blows my mind sometimes when I get on a call and someone's like, I've been listening to your podcast forever. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, I tell my husband about you. And I'm like, wow, people actually talk (laughs) about me to other people who don't care probably, you know? And so I want you to just remember that like, it's not just those initial interactions with people or getting clients to come in the front door. It's taking care of them and really thinking about and uh, and creating a very strategic customer experience. Now, this is something that I'm always working on, and I'm always looking for ways to elevate it, and we're always revisiting it. So it, again, this is another area where it's not going to be perfect, but a few examples. When someone purchases from you, what happens right away? Do they get a congratulations? Do they get a confirmation right away, a page? Do they get a video from you that explains next steps? Do you just have it typed out? Do you send an immediate email that gives them exactly what they need first and foremost? And then additional information if they have to join like a a Facebook group or a community or there's additional bonuses. Telling them all this information, A, is going to make them feel really supported and B, eliminate a lot of questions on your end. So this is actually something we constantly revisit our client onboarding email. As we onboard new clients, if someone asks me a question, I will go answer that question in the onboarding email. So maybe someone missed something or it wasn't big enough and they skipped it. I'll go back. I'll highlight that in the email so that they see that. So we're constantly updating that and making it so that when someone joins, they're immediately like, whoa, trust meter through the roof. I just 
did something really scary. I invested in Brand Mary and now I know exactly what I need to do. I feel great. I can take the next step. So that's like part one. And then part two, and something that I think is like really important is to show people around. So this is specifically if you have like a course or a group program or a membership, but show people around. Do a behind the scenes video or walkthrough so that they know exactly where to find things, where to go for support, different things like that. And these types of videos, they take like five minutes to record and can make a huge difference in your client retention. So those are two areas that are really, really important that we always focus on in all of our products, even if it is a simple little mini course with like a few videos, or it's something as big as Brand Mary Academy, where we have group calls and a calendar and a Facebook group and all these different things. That email is massive. And we tell people to keep it because it has all the details there. But then we also make sure that like in the membership portal, we've got important information there available to them at any time. So start thinking about your customer experience and know that that absolutely is part of the branding process and is something that you can create very simply via a few automated emails, a video, um, anything like that, that just makes your audience feel super supported. Because then that leads me to the second thing that they won't tell you, and that's client retention. So the client experience plays a role in client retention, right? Because if someone trusts you, you've delivered what you said you were going to deliver, you've built that trust, you know, they're more likely to purchase from you. Again, if you have a program that has an ascension model, as I like to call it, right? So you have like a program here and then they can go into this next offer and into this next offer. Or if you have a program that renews and they stay year after year, we have clients inside of Brainmare Academy that are founding members that joined the very first month that I launched it. And they've continuously renewed year after year because they feel supported. In addition to that, If you don't have a client ascension, I also just want you to think back to customer experience. If someone has a great experience with you, they're telling their friends and their family about you, right? And that's a much easier sale than somebody who's never heard from you before and doesn't have a personal connection. But when it comes to retention, this is all about building trust. So not just that initial customer experience like right after they buy, but then what does the communication and what does the trust look like? long term. You know, everyone is really worried about getting new leads and that is important. We should have a consistency practice in place so that you are getting new leads. But I watch entrepreneurs put all their energy and attention on getting new leads, getting in front of new people, and they've got an email list of 100 people that they haven't talked to in six months. That's your gold mine. Don't neglect them. Automate the front end and step in and support those 100 people or however many people that there are. I signed my very first client with 10 people on my email list. I hit $15,000 with 100 people on my email list. I had my first 10K month with under 300 people on my email list. So the list size is not the, the deciding factor in your success. There is data. There are things that we definitely take into consideration when it comes to marketing. But don't neglect the people who have already said yes to you. How are you going to show up for them? What's your nurturing strategy? What's your storytelling strategy? Are you delivering value? 
One thing that I have recognized a lot in my business, I've seen time and time again, is that people who have purchased from me before, maybe through a course, maybe they were even in my membership, maybe we worked one-on-one together a few years ago, they stay on my email list. They're still getting my information. They're still here. They're still in my network. And a lot of them will come back. So we have clients who will actually come back and pay more for like Brand Mary Academy. Maybe something was going on in their life and they needed to leave at that time. And we've escalated the price. They'll come back and they'll pay because of the trust, because of the brand. And so thinking not only about retention with your existing clientele, but also think about people who have maybe purchased something low price from you or worked from you in the past. Are you still showing up for them? Are you still delivering value? Because they might come back. So focusing your energy not 100% on getting new people and getting new people and making new sale, making new sale. What about the people who have been around for a while? Are you showing up for them? When's the last time you emailed your list? For real, for real. I don't care if you have four people on your list. Email them. Talk to them. Build trust. Those could be your first four clients. So again, the customer experience thinking after that initial purchase, what happens? How am I consistently uh, keeping that trust consistent, not breaking it, making them feel good about their purchase decision and their next steps? And then the retention. How do we continuously build trust? show up for customer service, create this experience for them, really highlighting the stress of email marketing because that's my specialty. So email marketing and sending those weekly pieces of content, telling stories and selling, actively selling to them as well. One of the things that I realized, uh, I was at a conference for Kajabi, which is the platform that I use to run my membership portal. And I was speaking with a lot of entrepreneurs, six multiple six-figure, seven-figure entrepreneurs, and we were talking list size and you know number of clients and different things like that. And I had a realization where I was like, oh my gosh, my email list size is a fraction of theirs. And I don't have as many individual clients, but I've made a similar amount of money, which is so cool to me. I think it just speaks to the branding. Like there's nothing that they're doing wrong. That's just what has worked for them. But for me, the relationship piece is so, so important. And that's just a great example of like, if you take the time to build these relationships with your audience, they'll keep purchasing from you. And you don't have to have a crazy massive email. My email list is less than 10,000 people. You don't have to have a crazy email list. You don't have to have, you know, all of these individual purchases are always working on new people. If you build the trust, you can actually keep clients for a long time. I have one-on-one clients I've been working with for four years, four years. And we've taken breaks and different things have happened, but keep coming back. I just think that's so cool. So don't forget about customer experience and of course, retention. Those are the first two. Okay. The third one And not that you haven't heard this before, because you have. Consistency is key. Okay. We know that. All right. People do tell you that. (laughs) But I think what people miss out on is the consistency in branding. So we know consistency in creating content is important. And even, um, you know, 
I think the consistency in visuals, again, I kind of talked about that in the beginning, like making sure that your brand colors are the same on every post that you create or like every landing page has the same font. I don't care. I literally don't care. <laughs> like I'm constantly playing with different fonts or doing things that feel feel right to me as I'm going on this evolution. I really don't think that me choosing a different font on a sales page versus my email marketing versus uh, you know a social media post it's it's not going to make or break my clients. It's not going to make them go, oh, wow, this person can't use the same font. No, because the consistency that I focused on is deeper than that. It's the consistency of the feel of the brand, the overall mission and the message of the brand, the consistency in how I show up and deliver value. That is the brand consistency that I'm talking about. There's way, way too much stress and pressure on like everything looking the same. And it should be focused on everything feeling the same. And I'm not saying that like you should have like a, you know, like I wouldn't bust out a hot pink graphic. First off, that's not me. So that just is weird. (laughs) And it doesn't contribute to the feel that I'm going for for my brand. But shoot. I think a couple years ago, I introduced like a green color, right? Like a, a, a tealy green color. And everyone's like, oh, I love the new green. It looks so great. Like they're recognizing this up level. But again, it's not like they see that and they're like, wow, this must not be Michelle's brand because there's this green color. Absolutely not. So I think we focus too much on consistency in visuals, consistency in some of the areas that it's not as important. Focus more on setting that solid foundation for your business so that the feel that you want someone to you know, have when they come in contact with your brand, the overall mission, the overall message, how you're showing up, where you're showing up, that's the area that we want to be consistent. So think more about those pieces and not breaking trust, right? I think there's a general consensus here about breaking trust because that is one thing that we definitely know to be true. If you break trust with your ideal, my dog shake it. I let her in here and now she's moving around. <laughs> Real life behind the scenes. So if you break trust, that is where the branding problem happens. So these three things that we're talking about with customer experience, showing up, taking care of your clients, focusing on retention, having consistent brand feel, mission, message, those type of things, that will help you keep the trust. Because someone knows that as you build your brand and and they become a true fan of yours, that if they are opening an email from you, they know they're going to get something amazing, valuable. And they know, like, if you open an email from me, it's most likely going to be about branding or marketing, right? We know that to be true. So think about the consistency and how you're showing up with these foundational pieces of your brand. Who are you talking to? What's the mission? What is the overall message of your brand and the feel? That is the key right there. And then the fourth one is more of a reality check. Because I think there are a lot of people who really think that branding has to be difficult. 
And there's a lot of messaging around the fact that branding is hard or time-consuming or you can't do it yourself. But I don't think that that's true. I think branding feels intimidating to a lot of people. And that can turn people off. And maybe it's turned you off in the past to like really commit to it, go in for 30 days, make it happen, and move on with your life. But when something sometimes feels intimidating, we procrastinate, right? We push it to the side. We do a little bit. Oh, I'll come back to it later. But it's really about, A, knowing that this isn't final. Look, I'm a fellow perfectionist, so recovering perfectionist. So she pops up a lot. But know that it's not 100% final. And there's room for improvement and there's room for evolution. That is true for everything in your business. Literally, I have never had one thing that I was just like, oh, that's that's it. That's this forever. I never have to touch it. Like that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> You should always be improving your content. You should always be improving your products and your services. You should always be improving your customer experience. And you'll make decisions like, I don't know, not selling a branding course and then turn around and decide to create one six months later. That's the point. We need to be evolving and really listening to ourselves. And I think that's where branding becomes hard because so many entrepreneurs, and maybe even you, are looking outside of yourself for your brand. You're like, okay, if I just buy this template for my website, I'll have my brand. If I hire a designer, and I love designers, okay, if I hire a designer, I'll have my brand. But that's not what it is. Or if I look at other people in my industry and see what they're doing, I'll be able to create a brand. That's what makes it hard. Because you're not trusting yourself in the process. You're not actually going inward to build your brand. You're going outward. And when you start to do that, that's when you feel disconnected with your brand. That's where you might be in the pool of people who go, my brand doesn't feel like me. My messaging feels off. This doesn't feel consistent. Something feels wrong. Did you go inward first when creating your brand or were you looking at everyone else? Because that is what makes it hard. And I know because I did it for eight months. For eight months, I was constantly worried about what someone else was doing, what other people were doing in my industry, what other websites look like. When I create, as I'm creating this new website, because you know, you learn your lesson after eight months and six years, I haven't looked at anyone else's website. I'm like, what feels good to me? And yes, by this point in my business, I know who I am. I've, I've been practicing this and preaching this for six years. But you are not where I'm at, right? So take it from me. And the thing that they won't tell you is that you already know the type of brand that you want to create. You already know the mission. It's all inside of you. You might need help pulling it out. You might need help bringing it to the surface, but it's all right there. And I do find that like if you go this part, right, the, it, when I tell people this, because again, been doing this for a while, and if you also are like, oh my gosh, you want me to like do all this work on my brand? Yes, yes I do. Because it's worth it. 
because your business will be better for it, because your marketing will be better for it, because the success of your business will be better for it. Stop looking outside of yourself for what your brand stands for and who you serve. Start with you. And if you have trouble with that process, if it does feel overwhelming and daunting, there are resources available to help you pull that out. But it's not paying someone to buy a, make a logo for you and build a website for you and create your social media graphics if you haven't done this work first. That's the lie. Those pieces are not going to matter if you haven't done the work first. Because you are the only one that knows that. No one can tell you that. Again, they can help you bring it out. I do it all the time with my clients on one-on-one. Inside of my new course, Build a Better Brand. This is the whole point of the course, to help you pull those pieces out that are already inside of you, and then, of course, strategically make them into a packaged brand. But please, start internally. I have a a little story for you. Um, I was already established as a business and I had joined a group program about a year and a half into my business uh, that was really focused on some of the areas that I wanted to get into, like course creation and group programs. And I remember there was a whole branding module. And so I I went through it because I'm also interested, like, what are people saying about branding? And one of the first questions, one of the first questions was, who are some of your competitors in the industry? What are their websites? How do their accounts make you feel? And I was like, what? What? Talk about a comparisonitis trap. Talk about a red flag. And there was nothing wrong with this mentor. They just weren't a branding expert, right? They were really great at what they did, but they wanted to support their clients in in establishing a brand in case they hadn't. But no, this is not where you should start. This is why when I teach branding, my approach to branding and a new module that I've included inside of Build a Better Brand, it's called Story Work. And it's all questions about you and the things that you want and your mission and these really, really important pieces that will lay the foundation for the brand that you create. Because at, speaking from experience, from when I started my business, if you start outward looking at other people, you'll lose your voice in the process. And your voice is your brand. It is the launching off point. It is so important because you're the one making YouTube videos. You're the one recording podcasts. You're the one showing up on social media. You're the one writing blog posts and emails and product descriptions and sales pages. How do you expect to do that if you don't know who you are? I feel like I definitely gave you the four things, but I feel like this last one could be its whole a whole episode on its own, if we're being honest. I could talk about this forever. I'm so passionate about it. I hope you can feel it like through your speaker, through your headphones. It's so important. And now you know. If you didn't know already, now you know. And now you have more of an understanding of what branding truly is. It is the whole package. It is the whole experience. And yes, that can feel intimidating. It might feel a little easier to go post once on social media, right? But that's not where success lives. 
it lives in this foundational element. When you do this, those other pieces are easier. As someone who's been creating content consistently for six years now, I've emailed my list once a week, every single week, for six years, at least once a week. I can tell you that I'm only able to do that because of the work that I've done with my brand. And again, it doesn't have to take forever. It doesn't have to take you know, more than two months, six months, an entire year. It can be done strategically and efficiently. So that you can jump into those other pieces and you can start marketing with confidence and you can start selling and talking and promoting, promoting your packages with confidence and clarity. But this is where it starts. So I hope that that was really helpful for you in understanding the importance of taking care of your clients after they've purchased, really thinking retention, knowing, understanding the customer journey, right? It just doesn't end when someone pays you. It just doesn't. Your business will be better for it if you have ways of staying in contact, of nurturing the relationship, and showing up. Consistency is key in branding, but not putting all of our energy and our emphasis on the same font, the same brand color, and blah, 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 blah. Focus more on the feel and the message and the mission. And then, of course, the realization that Branding doesn't have to be crazy difficult, and you're making it more difficult if you're looking outside of yourself with, for answers. You have them. You might need support in bringing them out, but you have them. You are ready to rock and roll. And of course, if you feel like you need support, this podcast is here for you. The blog is here for you. My YouTube channel is here, and now you have access to build a better brand. If you're not inside of Brand Mary Academy, you didn't join us for this most recent launch, this is the best step for you because it will give you that launching off point of having a solid brand foundation and a website in under two months so you can move confidently into content creation and marketing. So be sure to check it out, brandmary.com slash betterbrand. I am going to – I got another episode next week. I'm going to record it right now if we're being honest with each other. I got another episode next week. It's a monumental time in my life. It has been six years almost to the day next week that I left my nine to five. And so I'm doing my annual podcast that I update every year on what I would do different if I was getting started. So that will be available for you next week. Again, the doors are open to – build a better brand, head to brandmary.com slash better brand. And I am off on some adventures and I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. Be sure to follow along at Michelle Knight Co. All right. Thanks for joining me for another episode and I'll be back for another episode next week. All right. Bye. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.